It's time for the fastest hour of radio, Southern Race Week, with your host, William Barber. All right, race fans and just fans of the show. Here we are once again on this week's edition of Southern Race Week Radio and Southern Race Week Podcast. As always, we appreciate you taking the time to tune in, telling your family and friends, cousins, neighbors, and uh, as always, IWB, a.k.a. William Barber, and my good buddy sitting high atop his pit box, the producer to the stars, every NASCAR team, NHRL team, you name it, if it's got four wheels and they've got a team to promote, they have this guy on speed dial to get in touch with us to be on the show. I'm talking about none other than What's going on, brother? How you doing, WB? Glad to be with you again this week on this fantastic edition of Southern Race Week Radio, along with the Southern Race Week Radio podcast, as you, as you mentioned. And we appreciate all the subscribers, everyone heading on over to the podcast and hitting that subscribe button at uh, iHeartRadio, iTunes, Spotify, and SoundCloud. Because when you're subscribed to the channel, anytime the new podcast, which is always posted on Monday, you will get a notification that the podcast is up and ready to go. So we really appreciate all the loyal podcast listeners and, of course, uh, the social media platforms, William, where everyone can get a hold of us on Twitter and and Facebook as well. So uh, we're just all over the place. We are trying to take over the world, Mr. Barber. Take over the world. Take over the world. And the best part about this show, Alfie, I listen to other sports radio shows and I go, gosh, guys, y'all just don't sound genuine. Where we are just down to earth. Just we just give it to us straight like it is. So that's yeah. what happens when you don't. That's what happens when you don't prepare or uh, or do any kind of uh, you know show prep kind of research. Yeah, prep show prep anything like that. We just turn on the mics and we just uh, go with it. Well, hey, some twelve hundred and forty-eight people on the iHeartRadio app seem to like us a lot. So <laughs> y'all keep it coming, and we will keep the jokes. I will keep the jokes coming. Alfie will keep the professional people coming down the pike, and we'll have fun. Yes, that has been an exciting week of William at Darlington. We have uh, the NASCAR Cup Series playoffs kicking off, and and uh, we got the World 100 coming up this weekend at, at Eldora Speedway. Uh, so much going on in the world of racing, and we're still in the, almost, uh, what are we, in September now. So we still yep. have a few more months to go before the end of the year. So a lot of racing that we're going to be able to squeeze in between now and the end of the year, uh, Mr. Barber. Well, I'm excited about it. And every single week on the show, we always like to run down the lineup of who we have on. So before we get to the uh, racing news going on, Alfie, Alfie, who do you have? Who do you have? Yes, we have another star-studded lineup for this week's edition of Southern Race Week Radio, along with the Southern Race Week Radio podcast. In just moments, we're going to be joined by Raja Karuth of Rev Racing. He recently just signed a deal to be a part-time driver in the Xfinity Series next year. So I'm going to talk to Raja about that. Also, Brandon Hutchinson, Executive Vice President and General Manager of Atlanta Motor Speedway. He'll bring us up to date on the progress of the track. And then also how you can win, your, how you get yourselves a great VIP package, including a piece of the racetrack itself. So they have a special deal going on with that. So uh, t- stay tuned for that. And then also we'll be speaking with Ryan Truex, the NASCAR Truck Series driver as well. And he's going to be telling us a lot about what's going on with his season and his great sponsors that help him out racing uh, throughout the season. So we really appreciate all those great guests who will be joining us this week on Southern Race Week Radio along with the Southern Race Week Radio podcast. This is Tim Coon from MRN, and you're listening to Southern Race Week. All right, welcome back to this week's edition of Southern Race Week Radio for you along the far-flung Southern Race Week Radio Network itself. We're continuing on with this 
week's edition of Southern Race Week Radio, along with the Southern Race Week Radio podcast, which is available for you every Monday at iHeartRadio, iTunes, Spotify, and SoundCloud. So we really appreciate you checking out the podcast and subscribing as well, as well as listening to the weekly radio show every week right here on your local station, bringing you all the latest news and information from the world of racing. And we have some great news that we want to pass along to our listeners out here. In case you have not heard, a friend of the show will be making his debut next year in the Xfinity Series. Very excited about this. He's been a friend of the show. He's been on the program a few times, and we're really excited to have him on again this week. Ladies and gentlemen, let's head on over to the Food Depot hotline and welcome in the part-time driver next year in the Xfinity Series for the newly formed Alpha Prime Racing. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Mr. Raja Karoo. Hey, Mr. Karoo, thank you so much for taking time to Join us yet again this week on Southern Race Week Radio. You became a friend of the show, and we always appreciate the uh, time you allow us to join you and and talk about what's been going on with your career, sir. So how are things going for you, my friend? I'm great, Alfred. Thanks for having me. Why are you calling me Mr.? I'm 19. (laughs) Hey, you know what? Okay, from from now on, I will never call you Mr. again. Raja, really excited to have you on the program uh, this week. As I mentioned in the open, new racing team will be racing the Xfinity Series next season, Alpha Prime Racing, and they have tapped you to uh, race on a part-time schedule for that team next year. And I got to say, very excited. Knew this would happen for you eventually. You've been racing extremely well in the Arca Series, and you do some iRacing as well. So before we talk about your thoughts about racing in the Xfinity Series next year, how did this all come about? Um, man, so I, I would say it's, uh, well, first and foremost, thanks for the, the positiveness there. Um, it first really came about, say, a couple of months ago, man. I, uh, noticed like a lot of my counterparts that I race against in, in ARC are racing Xfinity stuff, super late models, pros, dirt, like every weekend. So every weekend they're in a race car. So the conversation really with my dad was like, okay, what's going to be like, how can I be in the race car more? Because, I mean, I've done seven ARCA races this year, and so compared to the, I guess, everybody else that I'm racing against, I'm really inexperienced, and on top of that, I still have less than 50 total stock car races under my belt. So that was the question of just getting the race car more often, and so we started exploring options to do truck and Xfinity stuff next year on a part-time basis, because at that point, we knew we'd, uh, fortunately, would be able to be back with Rev and, and Drive Diversity and so and, and Max Eagle and I had already known Tommy a little bit, and Brad Perez helped kindle that relationship some more, and really the talks became more serious and 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 deliberate. And uh, luckily, Caesar came through as well with Tommy wanting to step back and and helping financially as well. So um, it really just worked out. So that way, now I can do some Xfinity races next year. Now, for some of our listeners who might not know a lot about you, Raja, how did you get into racing, and where did the love of the sport uh, for you kind of bite you? So, Alfred, I knew about well let me backtrack so i would say i got interested in racing when i was younger um from like the Lightning mcqueen movie and cars and i didn't grow up going to the racetrack i didn't grow up having a racing family i didn't have like a dad or a mom that was in the world of, of racing or friends or siblings or anything so um i purely got it from cars and then watching races on tv and then watching like stop motions and stuff on youtube and uh, things of that sort. That's kind of how it snowballed, and 
I just became obsessed over over a period of time and luckily it just I never phased out of it and luckily like my dad didn't uh, suggest that I invest in in other way in other interesting things um although I still am getting my education and I ran track through school and played basketball and whatnot um my my dad and my whole family were really supportive and kind of nurtured that passion um, and that's kind of how it evolved to what it is now. Speaking with Raja Karut here on a Southern Race Week Radio, along with the Southern Race Week Radio podcast, as we're discussing his move next year part-time in the Xfinity Series. Now, Raja, you joined the NASCAR Drive for Diversity program back in 2018, and through that you've uh, signed on with Rev Racing. You've been doing some, as you mentioned, races in the Arkham Menard Series, and you've done some other racing as well. How influential and how much did you learn as part of the Drive for Diversity program? Man, I learned so much every day from being at the race shop to going to the racetrack, whether I'm racing or Nick's racing or Isabella's racing um, or LaVar Regina. I, I learn every time I'm present there um, from specifically how the race cars are set up to even pretty basic things that most racers know to basically, I mean, everything, like just learning what it takes to be successful in racing, learning what it's all about. I've learned so much, and I'm really thankful. Now, you'll be driving the number 44 Chevrolet in the Xfinity Series. Your races so far are Martinsville, Dover, and Richmond. Those are the three tracks that you'll be uh, participating in next season, although you might hopefully get into some more uh, events and races as well in the Xfinity Series next year. How accomplished do you feel that in such a short amount of time you've been able to get yourself now into an Xfinity ride for next year? I mean, it's just a testament to the people around me. It starts with my dad and then um, everybody in the Drive for Diversity program that believed in me um, and continue to help me grow and develop. And to, I guess, it hasn't sunk, it's sunk in, but it hasn't sunk in. I mean, when I first sat in to see that Tommy's, that's when it was a real moment of, of wow, like this is like legitimately have a has an opportunity of happening. And then I believe when we start having the the press stuff next year and media days and getting ready for the race and then the race actually happening at martinsville i think that's when it'll probably start sinking in as well but man i i'm just really thankful because i know a lot of people deserve opportunities like this and as someone that didn't come from money and didn't come with with a lot of things falling into their lap i'm really appreciative of this chance and i'm gonna do my best to make the most of it now Driving an Xfinity car is probably a lot different than driving the ARCA cars. Have you had an opportunity to, to race in one of the Xfinity Series cars, or, or how much of an adjustment for it is it going to be for you to transition from car to car? I'm sure it's going to be pretty hard. I'm working hard to try to secure a rookie test before next year, and I think that's going to be important to get for me um, with having such a such inexperience. So um, I think I'm just going to... It's going to be hard, but, I mean, even if we don't get a rookie test, I mean, it, the goals remain the same of just running all the laps and learning and being there at the end of these races. And um, I'm confident in the people around me to make sure that I do what I'm supposed to do. Now, I know iRacing for you has been very uh, helpful in your racing career. I know you're a big iRacer as well. You have a, a Twitch channel, which you uh, usually broadcast some of the races that you do on the iRacing Will you find that as a beneficial thing for you to kind of get a little bit of experience, uh, even though it's not inside a real car? Do you think it might be able to help you out in some of these tracks that you might not have an opportunity to race at or at least get the feeling of what it's like to drive an Xfinity car? A little bit. I, I would say our racing is going to be useful for racetracks that, uh, I mean, 
for the tracks I'm doing next year, um, I'll have been to them already or gone to racetracks similar. Um, so that'll be good that I have track time there already. Um, but obviously it's going to be helpful for getting a, a baseline idea of what an Xfinity car is like. Um, but nothing beats the real thing. So I'm going to use iRacing really a, an equal amount or a little bit more maybe of, of in a, or in comparison to what I used it or how much I used it this year. Um, and yeah, and it's a great tool. It's how I started in racing. Um, and I'm thankful that, um, it has got enough legitimacy to give people like me a chance to, uh, to race. Now, I know you told me you're presently in school right now. You're in college doing the college thing, but you're going to be in the Xfinity series and this might be an opportunity for you to get uh, some eyeballs on you from other teams and, or maybe even the cup series team as well. As far as the future for you, what, what do you want to do? Is this something you're going to focus in on? Are you going to continue your schooling and try to balance both? What exactly is, is the plan for you now that you have this opportunity to move up into the Xfinity series? Yeah. So school was really my, my original, originally my backup plan. Um, just if, if I couldn't end up racing for a career wise, then I can at least work in NASCAR in some capacity. And so, um, now with having some, I guess, security, some job security about what I'll do for the next year, at least, um, that way I can be, I guess, multifaceted. And as an African-American man, like it's important to have your education. And so that's another reason why I have it. And hopefully it will be useful for me as I continue to grow and mature. And um, once I'm done racing, hopefully decades down the line. And um, at that point, use it to, uh, to be present in the sport in other capacities. Now, as you mentioned, you are an African-American young man. Uh, there have been a few that have driven in the series. Bubba Wallace, obviously one of the biggest names that is presently driving right now. Uh, for you to be a part of the Xfinity Series and possibly um, be able to be an ambassador, I guess you can say, does does that feel any extra pressure on you, or, or does it matter to you at all? Um, there's no extra pressure. It'll be cool because I know representation is important. So if I can be a good representative to people that look like me, um, I feel like I'll be doing my, my, my due diligence and paying it back in some capacity. And that's really all I have to say on that note. Well, uh, Raja, we really appreciate your time and we're really excited for you. You're going to be still racing full-time in the Arkham and Art Series in 2022 and also racing a part-time schedule there for uh, Alpha Prime Racing. Tell me a little bit about the team itself and, and how, uh, how much of, uh, of an advantage will it be for you to learn from a lot of professional guys before you have your opportunity to get out there and race. It's going to be great to lean on on Tommy and, and Caesar, and uh, not only them, but also um, the people that I'm already in contact with, Bubba Wallace, um, Corey LaJoy, Kyle Larson, really uh, just to lean on them guys and lean at, at everybody at now Alpha Prime Racing. I'm just extremely, extremely excited, and I'm just going to do what I can to take the most of, make the most of this opportunity. Well, Roger, we're really uh, proud of you, sir, and we, you know, just so proud of your accomplishments, and we're looking forward to seeing you race next year in the Xfinity Series. Hopefully, maybe Atlanta Motor Speedway might be a race, but uh, hopefully uh, we're just excited for you to have any opportunity to get out there and race. If our listeners want to keep up with you and what's going on with your career, also you have a, a Twitch channel as well. Uh, where can our listeners go to keep up with what's going on with you and follow you and, and keep up with your career? Yeah, so you can just head to my website, www.rajacruz.com, and over there you can just see my socials and what I do normally. <laughs> so um, you can watch my, my Twitch and look at the races that we, we do. Well, Roger, thank you so much for taking time to join us this week on Southern Race Week Radio, sir. Congratulations on your accomplishments, and the future is going to look bright for you, uh, my friend, and we're looking forward to what noise you can make 
uh, with your debut in the Xfinity Series next year, sir. Thanks, Alfred. Hey, everyone. This is Anthony Alfredo, and you're listening to Southern Race Week. Hello, and welcome back to this week's edition of Southern Race Week Radio for you along the far-flung Southern Race Week Radio Network. It's Alfie continuing on with this week's edition of Southern Race Week Radio along with the Southern Race Week Radio podcast. And as we continue with this brand new week's edition, we've got another special guest joining us now here on the Food Depot Hotline as we head on over to his plush offices overlooking the construction work going on at the track at Atlanta Motor Speedway. Ladies and gentlemen, let's welcome in the Executive Vice President and General Manager of Atlanta Motor Speedway. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Mr. Brandon Hutchinson! Mr. Uh, Hutchinson, thank you so much for taking time to join us yet again this week on Southern Race Week Radio. Hopefully you're having a great day today, my friend. Alfie, thank you so much for having me. Always a pleasure to be with you and always a pleasure to have an opportunity to uh, get to talk a little bit to your listeners. Yes, well, we got a lot to talk about here because uh, construction is continuing going on at Atlanta Motor Speedway. In case a lot of our fans don't know or listeners, I've been posting a link up on our social media platforms, but you have a a 24-hour camera that's continuing to show the work that's going on at Atlanta Motor Speedway, which I think is really cool, gives uh, the listeners uh, an opportunity to see what goes on daily as the track continues to be worked on. Progress on the track right now, uh, Mr. Hutchinson, how is that coming along? Is everything uh, scheduled and running on time? Yeah, right now everything seems to be just about on schedule. As you know, we've had a couple of tropical storms push through the area in the last few weeks, so Got a little bit behind, but they are working uh, pretty much around the clock, six, seven days a week at times, trying to make sure this track is uh, is in the best condition that it can possibly be so that we can do a little testing here later in the year. The, the stone is going down now. The drainage layers are in, and hopefully we'll be starting paving here in the next few weeks. Well, check out uh, Southern Race Week's Facebook page and Twitter page for the link to check out the 24-hour camera they have set up. Or you can go on over to the Atlanta Motor Speedway Facebook page, and you can check out all the great uh, construction work and check out what goes on behind the scenes as they continue to repave and get set for the next generation of racing Atlanta Motor Speedway in uh, 2022. And speaking of that, Mr. Hutchinson, the schedule has not been announced yet. It should be released here in a few weeks, and we know that NASCAR Racing will be returning for the Folds of Honor QT 500 weekend, and also the Quaker State 400 race will also be racing Atlanta Motor Speedway, and you're giving listeners an opportunity, as we're speaking about the track, to own a piece of the track and also make sure they're all set up and ready to go for those both race weekends coming up. Can you tell us a little bit about this great uh, package in uh, 2022? Yeah, absolutely, and before I go there, you know, one other way to, to see what's going on out here at the track is to come on out and take a tour. You know, you can actually come out. The gift store is running daily tours. You can see exactly what's going on in real time, live and in person. But but yeah, you know, as you mentioned, the Folds of Honor Quick Trip 500 will be back next year. The Quaker State 400 presented by Walmart. And listen, while it's still a few days remaining before we release the schedule, we don't expect big shakeups at Atlanta Motor Speedway. I think you can pretty much count on us being back in similar spots as we were in 2021. But, you know, call us, email us, get online at atlantamotorspeedway.com, take a look at the Insiders Club packages. Insiders Club members get tickets to every NASCAR race at Atlanta Motor Speedway in 2022. They get free VIP parking for both the spring and summer NASCAR weekends. Right now, if you purchase an Insiders Club package, you'll receive a free gift as well as 
a free piece of the old Atlanta Motor Speedway asphalt. You know, that asphalt was ran from 1997 to 2021. Some of the most historical, close racing finishes in NASCAR history. Pretty cool piece of history that you can take home with you just as being part of the Insiders Club. And those packages start at 98 bucks. So you're talking about the, the doubleheader in, in March, the cup race, the Xfinity race this summer, the cup race this summer, and we have not announced it. We don't know what the schedule is going to hold just yet, but we do figure on there being some practice and qualifying here in some form or fashion as we get back to racing on this new 28-degree banking. Speaking with Brandon Hutchinson here of Atlanta Motor Speedway as we discuss the big ticketing program they got going on, your chance to own a piece of the asphalt from Atlanta Motor Speedway, the perfect gift for that family member that is a big NASCAR fan, will look great in any man cave or any other area around the house. So that's very exciting. And uh, Mr. Hutchinson, I had the opportunity to go to the Quaker State 400 back in July, and you were talking about the amenities and the upgrades to the track that you had, the bootleggers bars, so many other upgrades and everything going on. And I had to tell, I have to tell you, I had a spectacular time at the track. Uh, the the bar that overlooks the the track, it's just so cool. And um, I'm sure you probably got a lot of great compliments from fans who were at, at both races in March uh, and in July to uh, compliment you on all the upgrades uh, to the facility. I'm sure. You know, spent a lot of time walking around during the Quaker State 400 weekend, and yeah, you know, we got a lot of good compliments on the fan amenities that we have put in place. It's something that we're continuing to evolve as as we get back to a sense of normalcy here at Atlanta Motor Speedway. You know, we're not ready to make a ton of announcements for 2022 yet, but I can tell you one of the things that's in the forefront of our mind is the camping experience. You know, we want our fans to be able to come out here and experience a full weekend of entertainment, not just racing. So we're going to bring back the party to the infield. So if you've camped on the infield in the past and maybe you've gotten away from it because the experience isn't what you had expected it to be or you had grown accustomed to, we're bringing the party back. We're going to make a peach pit in the infield, and we're going to have concerts going on. We're going to have lights going on. We're going to do some of those pedal bars so you can pedal around the track and, and uh, maybe have a drink or two with, with some of your buddies. So I can promise you that the camping experience in 2022 is going to be much like what you would have saw in the late 80s, early 90s. It's going to be a party in the infield. And, of course, we've got our family campgrounds outside for those that aren't as interested in the party area. We've got bocce ball. We've got cornhole, expanded Wi-Fi. It's something that's very important for us, and it's something we're going to make a big uh, splash with in 2022. Well, i got to tell you, sir, I'm very excited for racing to return to Atlanta Motor Speedway, especially on the next-generation racetrack there with the next-gen cars that will be out there debuting uh, next year as well. So I'm very, very excited and fired up for uh, both race weekends at AMS. Uh, once again, Mr. Hutchinson, if our listeners want to take advantage of the Atlanta Motor Speedway Insider Club package, uh, where can they go once again to get that information and to get their tickets and make sure they're set and ready to go for racing next year at Atlanta Motor Speedway? It's very easy. Go to atlantamotorspeedway.com, check out the Insiders Club tab. It'll tell you all about the Insiders Club, the packages that come along with it. It's really a cool, affordable deal. Hopefully a lot of fans will take part in it. And uh, we look forward to seeing you in 2022. All right. Well, Mr. Hutchinson, thank you so much for taking the time to join us yet again this week on Southern Race Week Radio, sir. Continued success with the repaving process and the new track next year. And I'm sure we'll talk to you again before the year lets out, sir. Alfie, thank you very much. I always appreciate talking to you. Hey, this is 
Briar Bauman, professional motorcycle racer for Indian Motorcycle, and you're listening to Southern Race Week. Hello and welcome back to this week's edition of Southern Race Week Radio for you along the far-flung Southern Race Week Radio Network at Southie. Continuing on with this week's edition of Southern Race Week Radio along with the Southern Race Week Radio podcast as we have another special guest joining us on the program this week as we head on over to the Food Depot Zoom line and welcome in from an undisclosed location somewhere in the United States of America, Ladies and gentlemen, the driver of the number 40 truck for Nice Motorsports. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Mr. Ryan Truex! Mr. Truex, uh, thank you so much for taking time to join us this week on Southern Racing Radio. Hopefully you're having a great day today, my friends. It's even better now after that intro. (laughs) Well, listen, if you ever need a, a hype man for a Neats Motorsports, uh, we can get our people together and, and work out the details of that. So, uh, uh, as I said, thank you so much for taking the time to join us this week here as we're in the middle of the uh, Camping World Truck Series playoffs. Now, uh, before we talk about the playoffs and, and other things going on with you right now, sir, I'm always interested to know a little bit about the drivers. We know that you're great drivers. You know that you're great uh, statesmen, and, and you got some great sponsors you out here helping to promote and everything like that. But um, I'm always curious about other sports because I'm a big sports fan. Outside of NASCAR, I enjoy football, baseball, all of that. You personally, outside of watching NASCAR races and events like that, what other sports do you enjoy watching and what other sports teams cheer for and, and are fanatic about? Uh, well, first of all, I'm, a, I'm basically a Philly guy across the board. I'm from South Jersey, and, and that was just kind of the – that was who my parents rooted for, my brother rooted for, and it just kind of – naturally came to me and I played some sports growing up and obviously genetics <laughs> genetics were not on my side for most sports uh but racing it ended up working pretty well so well um, obviously so because you're doing successfully <laughs> well your second full-time year in the series now we are based out in Atlanta so I'm an Atlanta Braves fan I know we're in the current pennant race right now uh, with the Phillies so hopefully we can keep things civil and calm uh during this interview okay <laughs> Yeah, no, that's all good. We can handle it. <laughs> okay. Um, as we mentioned, you're in the playoffs right now. Unfortunately, you are not racing for the playoffs. Now, for these final few races, since you're not in the playoffs, is your strategy changed a little bit? Are you going to try to be experimental, maybe do things things you normally wouldn't do? Or uh, obviously you want to go out there and get wins. But do you, do you kind of change the strategy of how you would race a race since you're not going for a championship? Yeah, I think it changes the mindset a little bit. You know, now – we're really just focused on that. The checkered flag at the end of the race, guys in the playoffs, they're focused on points all the time. They're points racing from the time they drop the green flag. So definitely opens us up to just some different strategies and it changes our team mindset a little bit to be able to be more courageous and, um, you know, make bolder calls to try to win some races. Now you race with Nice Motorsports. You have a, a great stable of great drivers that you're able to work with and and a lot of great other crew chiefs and, and crew members that you guys can work with. And, and how, how beneficial is it for you to have such great teammates that you're able to bounce uh, things off each other, help each other out, and, and, and all of that to help you not only improve your racing, but maybe you helping your teammates as well? Yeah, it's been good. Um, you know, I think Carson and I uh, have a good relationship. And overall, as a company, I think we've, we've gotten faster and more consistent and uh, closed the gap to our competition. So it's been good. Obviously, I wish I was in the playoffs and if we hadn't had some of the DNFs that we've had, if we'd run every week like we usually do, we probably would have been right in there. But luck kind of was not on our side this year. And aside from that, I feel like the team is, has gotten a lot better since the start of the year. And hopefully we can continue that through the playoffs here. Being with Camping World Truck Series driver for Nice Motorsports, uh, Ryan Truex here on uh, Southern Race Week Radio. And we know how beneficial sponsorship is for any team. It's, 
it's basically the the blood of what makes the team work. You need the sponsorship, and you have some great sponsors that have been helping you out this season. So I really wanted to just give you an opportunity as well to recognize those great sponsors. And you actually work with one of the sponsors for a particular kind of unique podcast that you do as well. So before we talk about your podcast, let's talk about the, the great sponsors that help you out in week in and week out. Yeah, so, you know, the, obviously the big one is Marquise Vaz. They've been a huge supporter of me since, basically since we started that relationship back in 2018, kind of just on a personal level. They weren't on a race vehicle or anything. It was more of just a, a personal sponsorship of me. And we kind of just really gelled and you know, the brand fits me. I fit their brand. And, uh, it's no lie that I love hot tubs. And uh, it's just a, it's really just a, a perfect fit. And, um, you know, we've been able to, to turn it into what it is today, which is a, you know, a, a multi-race sponsorship program, as well as having uh, some associate sponsorship on the bed of the truck all year, which is actually an overhead shot of my hot tub with me sitting in it uh, with my fire suit and helmet on. So I've had a lot of fun working with them, and, and they've been really awesome for sure. And with Marquis Spas, you actually kind of do a fun podcast that you do as well, which I think is kind of cool. Yeah, so I, I have a driver or, or you know, uh, a racing personality, whoever I can get who's willing to do it, to come, uh, to come sit in the hot tub with me. And we basically just uh, kind of just BS a little bit. We don't really have an agenda or anything to talk about. We just hang out in the hot tub, and for whatever reason, it's really relaxing, and it, it gets people to open up and talk a lot. And uh, a lot of them probably say more than they should. And, some things that they probably shouldn't say but I think that just shows how relaxing it is that people are willing to open up and uh, have a good conversation and yeah the fans have loved it I had a lot of fun doing it and uh, looking forward to growing it in the future now if our listeners want to check out the podcast or video as well I'm sure where can they go to get all that yeah so you can follow me anywhere on social media at uh, Ryan underscore Truex I'm always posting stuff and links to everything there it's on Apple Podcasts Spotify YouTube Pretty much anywhere you can get a podcast, I've got it on there. So if you like to listen to it as you're driving or whatever and you want to do that, you can still hear the, the water bubbling and it's nice and relaxing while you're listening. Or if you want to watch, it's, uh, it's a good either, time either, too. Either, so. Yeah, either way, we all win. Either way, exactly. everyone right. wins. So it's a win-win. Right, exactly. Uh, one more question before we let you go. Since you're becoming like this interviewer now, you seem to be getting yourself involved in interviewing. Is there any particular celebrity star, someone that you would love to have the opportunity to sit in the hot tub with and interview? Oh, man, that's a great question. Uh, if I could pick like a super famous, like a actor or something, I'd probably pick somebody like Paul Rudd. I think I've always been a big fan of him and I always thought he's very funny and uh, has a unique sense of humor, kind of like me. And I think that would be a really good time. What's your favorite Paul Rudd movie? Oh, that's a, that's a, you know what? I think it's probably one that he's only in for like 30 seconds, which is um, forgetting Sarah Marshall. <laughs> when he's the, I think it's the surf scene where he's the surf instructor. That's like one of my favorite ever. Well, he's, uh, he's definitely good. I'm looking forward to seeing him in the new Ghostbusters movie that is coming out. So uh, I, I think that would be a great, I think I would love to see that interview with you and Paul Rudd in the hot tub together. I think that would be a <laughs> time for everybody involved. That would definitely make me more popular, for sure. <laughs> it definitely would. Uh, Mr. Truex, thank you for taking the time to join us this week on Southern Race Week Radio. Uh, once again, let me let you have that opportunity to throw out those social media tags there for our, our listeners to come check you out, follow you, and keep up with the podcast as well. Yep. So everywhere, every uh, form of social media, I'm at Ryan underscore Truex. While you're at it, follow at Marquis Spas as well. Um, they're always posting cool stuff and promotions, giveaways, uh, race day giveaways, all kinds of good stuff. So definitely check them out too. Well, Mr. Truex, thank you for, uh, so much for the time and joining us this week here on Southern Race Week Radio. Good luck to you in the rest of the season and looking forward to see what the future holds for you, my friend. All right. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. This is Leah Pruitt and you're listening to Southern Race Week. Race fans, uh, we sure do appreciate you sticking around throughout this 60 minutes of the most 
jam-packed uh, racing news you can use program and uh, a few jokes and a few fun facts that you might not know. Like if you would love a piece of history of Atlanta Motor Speedway, be a part of the Atlanta Motor Speedway Club. Alfie, thanks for having such a great lineup on this week's show, bro. That's right. Brandon Hutchinson from Atlanta Motor Speedway. You mentioned the uh, nice ticket package that they got going on there. Go to AtlantaMotorSpeedway.com to give all the information on how you get a piece of the track and tickets for the race weekends in March and July. Uh, also, thanks to Raja Karuth of Rev Racing, letting us know about how excited he is to be racing the Xfinity Series next year. And then also Ryan Truex from the Truck Series. So uh, thanks to all those great guests joining this week on Southern Race Week Radio, along with the Southern Race Week Radio podcast. Hey, if y'all are looking for a way to get your driver out uh, and exposed, Alfie, give them that email address to get directly to you to get on the interview list. Yes, you can email me at srwradio at yahoo.com. That's srwradio at yahoo.com, William. And you can always find Alfie at uh, Alfie underscore 19 on Twitter. You can find me at WB Radio Network. You can find me at uh, at William Barber on Instagram, a.k.a. WB. And, of course, uh, you can find us on Facebook, Southern Race Week. That's facebook.com slash Southern Race Week. And, of course, on any of the places where you get your um, podcast. And, uh, Alfie, again, another great show, man. I mean, you're just awesome. You're just well, awesome, I, man. Well, I appreciate it. Also, don't forget about the show on Twitter at SRW Radio as well. So you can follow the show on Twitter and follow us and like our Facebook page as we're constantly bringing you racing news and information you can use. All right, Alfie. Well, look, Alfie, your Food Depot gift card is in the mail, buddy. Don't worry about it. Uh, we'll make sure you get paid this quarter. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Until next week, folks, y'all have a great one. We'll see y'all at the track near you.